This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Can we start with Whistling Straits? Yes, go ahead, sir. Who built it? Kohler, right? Uh, Kohler, yes. Herb Kohler built it. Uh, You've played it, right, a couple of times? Uh, Once, Once, which was enough. I've played it a couple of times. Here's what I would say. I heard this from a source, that uh, Cole, Kohler is kind of an eccentric yes, fellow. Yes, he is, very eccentric. And he wanted a course that would be a television star. Oh, the hell really? with spectators, the hell with anything. Hmm. Did you note, the? and that all made sense when you noted the great camera positioning. There was, oh, yeah. there was nothing you couldn't see. But... I guess it's hellish for spectators to walk. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I What did I cover there? I covered a... Well, there's been PGA, three PGAs oh, well, there. When did Dustin Johnson hit it? In the, That's the, there have been three PGAs PGA, there and the now one this. PGA one I covered. So this is definitely, uh, that makes sense, that he that Kohler said, let's have a hell of a star for television. Yeah. And it is. It's but enthralling. It's, but it's homemade. The bumps I know, and the hills and the whole thing, that is just... Rolling prairie. Right. You know, he, he made all the mountains. It was the, an army camp. Yeah, it, he made all the mountains and uh, dug all the ditches. And the the first time I played it, Joe, you you, you got to play with a caddy, right? You mm-hmm. can't ride. And the first time I played it on the morning, we were playing it on a Monday. That morning, Herb decided that all these waste areas mm-hmm. were bunkers. Right. So you weren't supposed to ground your club. Right. So he's got gravel right. all over the place. And, you know, we were the first guys who couldn't ground our clubs in there, although the caddy didn't give a damn. Once he saw his play, he said, go ahead and yeah. do whatever you want to Who did you say one, Pat, when you covered? Uh, no, no. Oh, VJ. Uh, that was the 04 PGA okay, Championship. So that might have been the first big one. It was. Had. Jason it was Day won one there. Yep. He won the 2015 PGA uh, Championship. And then more recently... 2010, Martin Keimer, okay. uh, yeah. 2010 PGA Championship, and Brad Bryant won the 2007 U.S. Senior Open. Okay, Okay. the other thing I would say about it is, no offense to Kohler, but you'd be crazy to go over there and play it. And you, Unless you're a scratch golfer, why play it? Yeah. It's you'd, impossible. You'd have to, you know what? To see the vistas almost, you have to play it. From the medium tees, but you should be up there in front. Yeah. You know, I mean, it. yeah, it's, well, there's some, you know, the, from where we were attempting to play it, I was with the interlocking crew there. There was a couple of those gorges I couldn't get. I, I said, boys, I, I can't be back here because my best bolt won't get over this gorge. Well, plus, you, <laughs> you, 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 you could fall off any half a dozen greens oh, and oh, end yeah. up in the lake. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is picturesque, but... Uh, my other observation, and I didn't watch a lot of it because you knew it was over Friday morning. Right. I mean, they got Westwood, 
He's 48. They got Sergio who can't play anymore. I mean, he. Well, he's he, a fabulous Ryder Cup player. Yeah, but uh, you, know, you got to try him. He and Poulter. I mean, they're they're trying to win with the the old crew when the U.S. has got 12 monsters right. playing. Right. And, and if you broke down the stats, what you'd probably discover is that America, the Americans just kicked their butts on par fives and long par fours. Yes. Because and they got youth. They have yes, they have youth, and they were they got guys, they got great players who could make the team, and I I think in a way the glory years of the Ryder Cup are over because Europe does not have this young right. collection of, I mean they don't have this young collection of stars, and we got an endless supply of them. Right, we got you know just everybody. You know, they, there's 30 of them that could be that could be playing. They got John Rahm and take on the world, baby. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, it has gotten completely out of hand because it's the it's the profit gouge of all time. Uh, we found that out at Hazeltine. Anything to make money, we're going to let as many people on as can get on. We're going to have 45,000 mm-hmm. people out here watching four groups play golf. And what are they going to do? They're going to get drunk and abusive. Mm-hmm. And you had people screaming, hit it in the water, go in the water when the ball was three inches off a European guy's club. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's this is not golf. This is this is this is when you cheer when the the you cheer when the U.S. makes a birdie. You don't cheer when the other team. You know, mm-hmm. hits it in the drink. Why has it become that? Because it's the only time for that. Maybe the waste no, management. I mean, a lot, yeah, waste management. But a lot of tournaments, a lot of the big tournaments are getting more. But but the crowd, I think one reason is you'll be called on it at any other tournament. But now you're just being a patriot, right? Mm-hmm. And the patriotism angle, I was complaining about that last week. I don't hate Europe. It's Europe. (laughs) It's Europe. And this whole crap they do on Thursday afternoons, marching out there, their blazers. I was, I looked up the, I looked up uh, (laughs) Branow's St. Crispian Day speech when he's, when he's getting ready to take the British, the English soldiers into war in France, you know, Mm -hmm. the great, and these guys act like it's some big patriotic act that they're having and they're this band of brothers and team and it's just crap you know <laughs> it's it's just a fun golf tournament why and, did McElroy behave so emotionally i wonder I mean, he was choked up he can't play anymore he you know he I, won his match finally yeah yesterday. but i mean he didn't by then it, you know i i heard i was listening and they were trying to I guess I was listening on satellite when I was in my car because they hadn't teed off yet. Yeah. And they were going through it match by match. It's really important for the U.S. to get off to a good start. No, it's not. It's over. It was over, Friday. <laughs> it's over. Well, Reavers, first thing you said to me when you saw me today was that was a boring Ryder Cup. It was. And I love, the, I love watching the Ryder Cup, but it was boring. Every yeah, part of it was boring. You, you can't. Well, here, there are times... When you can have a big league, ten to six or something, and you can look at the batches and say, "Some well, they, the U.S. has the best player, 
nine or ten of the twelve matches, you're it's, you're gonna have a hard time right. finding an eight four advantage for uh, your. Or I don't they think Tommy Fleetwood was their answer either. No, no, no. They don't have. They're not. They're they're. You know, the European tour is, sucks right now. I mean, because they pay so much less money than we do. So everybody's over here playing and, you know, oh, here's here's Rory uh, mm-hmm. representing Ireland, which he last visited three years ago. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not, I don't know. I think it's lost its pizzazz. You know, the other thing, too, um, because everyone now has become f- fixated and fascinated with, you know, when Bryson hit the 500-yard tee yes, shot. Right, right, you know, that's right. that's basically what the, the, the modern-day golf fan has become. Yes, right. Yes, and I root desperately against him. I just, just because his, of that? Well, because he's a lout. He's just <laughs> an idiot. Shut up. Stop talking about angles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just, you know, this whole, sounds like a trigonometry professor when he's talking to his, and he takes eight minutes to hit every shot because he got to find Gotta go out. through his book. Yeah, he's got to, yeah. It's, he drives me nuts. <laughs> I, I can't stand him. I always root for Europe. But this year, going into it, I didn't even bother because I knew, you knew they, were I knew they had no chance. Yeah. And then after seeing when they don't win alternate shot, yeah. they got no chance because they can ham and egg it better than we can. And I don't know. They didn't soften Whistling Straits as much as as much as much uh, Davis did uh, salt Haz- uh, soften Hazeltine here in 16, but... But they didn't make it as tough as it could have been. I, I so. didn't realize that Rory's only 32. Mm-hmm. I thought he was way older than that. It's no, just because he's been around forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, yes. Hell, he was. Been around since 20. 20. Since he was He'll 20. He'll never yeah. win a Masters either, probably, because he can't putt. Because he can't putt. got to be able to putt. So anyway. Is this that's the end goal. now? There's nothing until uh, we go to Hawaii in January? No, they got these. Uh, they got the start. Charity ne- stuff. Start, no, the start of next season. Starts already? Yeah. The, the fall, well, they used to call it the fall season, but now it's just the restart of so next year. So we just year. start, we're now year-round. Yes, 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 yes. It goes, it's the, it goes, there'll be seven tournaments uh, that count towards next year's, uh, you know, because Joe, the the uh, tour uh, uh, championship is now at the end of August, so. It'll go, uh, you know. It'll they'll have. I think they have six or seven tournaments left here, like the tournament uh, in Houston, the Houston Classic is now a October or November tournament. Really, or I'm like looking that. it up. Oh, ask Royce your question about uh, the British tabloids because I didn't have an answer for you. None of the British tabloids had the photo spread of the wags today. Yeah, I think they didn't have the. They, they weren't up have, for it. No, I don't know. You know, Europe didn't have much because of COVID and the whole thing. They didn't have restrictions. You know, if you fly over here, I think you go back, you still got to wait two weeks or something. Right. They didn't have the usual. Usually there's a bunch of Brits walking around with a flag in their hat. Well, or I was doing investigation. Very little of that. I was doing have, uh, investigative research for Monday Night Sports Talk when Joe informed me about Paul Casey's wife, so I had to do some uh, okay. do some research for that mm-hmm. various project. Yeah, well, that used to... I, you know, as over the amped as we are about the patriotic angle, mm-hmm. uh, I was in... made that very crucial trip to Valderrama for the... Uh, for the uh, Star Tribune, they made me go to Spain for the Ryder Cup, you know. And we flew back through London and 
the next morning, saw the next morning's tabloids, and this was like, I know, you know, it wasn't quite as big as beating Germany in uh, in, in two world wars, mm-hmm. but uh, but it was, they broke out the patriotic angle about Europe beating uh, the, the Americans. So they're, they can, we're not the only ones that are over a top about the, the patriotism part of it. Maybe so. they hate us. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. They just thought that they were, you know, it's golf writing and it's always, golf writing's always overwritten. Sure. You know, so. Okay, here we go. I'm coming to the schedule. Okay. Well, we got a Sanderson Farms Championship this coming weekend. Yep, yeah, that's that's part of next year. Uh, then I then I lost it. So I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, well, there's it. six or seven of them. I don't know where Sanderson Farms is. They got uh, great Jackson, week. Mississippi. Okay, mm-hmm. here it is. Shriners Children's Open. That's in Las Vegas, yeah. October. Purses are lower than they the are. The CJ right? Cup, whatever that is, that's in Vegas. That the one. Zozo Championship, World Golf Championships yeah, there's in, one of Shanghai. in Shanghai. Yeah. Bermuda Championship. That one's kind of a secondary event that's opposite the World Golf thing, I think. Uh, oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm reading the schedule backwards here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, God dang it. Well, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. Oh, then the, uh, the Zozo, then World Golf Championships, then Bermuda, I, I then Worldwide one, Technology Championship in Mexico. I think there's one in, in Silverado. Uh, Houston in, Open yeah. in November. The RSM Classic in November. December, nothing. Yeah, so that's they got six or seven left. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple of things to share here. Yeah. There's a bratwurst missing in Gold Valley. Oh, no. There's a bratwurst missing in Golden Valley. Yeah. So the the former neighbors, the the house next door that we were close to, the happiest divorced couple in America. He comes back and visits her. He's living in Colorado, and they they came over, and they're over. So I'm going to cook brats. Sure. So we got two four from pack. Grunhoffers. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. If if I had been there, I would have gotten them. But there were two packets. <laughs> There were two they four. Lie. There were two four brat packages, right? Yeah. So four people, four's not enough. Eight's too many. But I'm gonna if I'm gonna open a package, I'm gonna cook them all, right? right? Absolutely. So I put eight brats on the plate mm-hmm. and head out to the grill, which is already gone. And I get there, and there are only seven. Mm. I put eight on the plate. We searched the kitchen to see if one rolled off the plate. We down. We got athletic young people looking under the cars to see if it's in the garage. Where you know that because you got to go down the steps you through get the to the garage. Bottom we look at all broad. the corners, and then we go outside and we're looking. You know, it's near the swimming pool equipment, the grill, and <laughs> we're looking all over. Fifteen minute search. What happened to the broth? Any animals around? I hope someone, I hope a coyote comes and eats it or something, but uh, I don't want to find it Two years next from spring, now. you know, in a corner in a with 15,000 ants and stuff on it, right? Yeah. There's a missing brat. It's a missing brat in Golden Valley. Yes. Is it possible? Mi- no, is it possible that... You failed to remove the eighth brat no, from the package. No, because I looked in threw... the package oh, okay. and looked in the garbage. All right. We have searched everywhere. And for you're the sure there were brat. eight on the plate? Yes, there were eight because there are two four packs. 
You cut them open, you put them on a plate, and yep. I kind of was, they were teetering on the top, so I kind of secured them, right? right? Sure. And I get out there, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I said, come here. I said, come here. Count these. Is it seven or am I getting senile? There's a missing brat. A missing brat. Hmm. That's a missing brat. Were the the brats removed from the package in the house, in the kitchen? Yes. Yes. Okay. But we we looked in all the corners of the kitchen, Hmm. and I looked in the, the little, you know, the sack from Barley's that I throw the garbage in in the corner of the kitchen it wasn't in there that's a missing bride i know where it is where? i know where it is seriously uh were any drawers open on counters any drawers open while you were doing this Ooh, like a silverware it drawer rolled into a drawer okay there is a drawer there that would be suspicious that's that it you got a suspicious a, drawer. i gotta go I gotta now go you're gonna have to wash every drawer. utensil in that drawer no, not really if you get the brought today there's time to be you but know. it's it's been sitting there for what twenty four hours. So that's nothing. You could cook that one. No, I wouldn't cook it, but I'd certainly grind it up and throw it in the garbage disposal or something. I don't want it outside attracting. I'll bet you it's in a drawer. Okay, if it, uh, if if it's in a drawer, I'll give you a this crisp is you know what? this is tweet worthy. You got to tweet the photo. <laughs> missing broad. Missing broad. Open found. the drawer. It's laying there forlornly. You take a picture. Of it. <laughs> it is. Missing Golden it Valley broad. Amber found. alert is now cleared. Found. <laughs> okay. And then I got something else Here that's we go. been bothering me for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing a lot of what we used to call panhandlers, right? Mm-hmm. Every time you pull off the freeway, there's probably there's a guy there or a gal there, mm-hmm. and they're down on their luck, right? So right over here, a couple weeks ago, the usual guy wasn't there. Young guy, 35, had on a hoodie Mm -hmm. that you could wear in public, clean, nice haircut, Mm -hmm. good good enough pair of jeans. I'm not giving you any money. (laughs) Don't, Don't, I don't care what your sign says. You got to at least have the costume on, right? Mm -hmm. You got to look indigent, don't you? You got to. You can't look like a guy that, you know. Well employed. Yeah, Yeah, right. right. You can't look like a guy who's just had two days of bad luck or wants a beer or something. This came up on the show one time. You got to have the uniform. Well, people were emailing me. uh, I said, at least do something, you know, for the bargain. Do a magic trick or something. One guy said the best sign he ever saw is walking down, what's the main street in Chicago, Michigan Avenue? Yeah. You're walking down Michigan Avenue, there's a guy with a sign that says, pigeons killed my family, need money to buy shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, couldn't, that, he couldn't reach in his pocket fast that, enough. This guy didn't even have a sign. He was yeah. just sitting there waiting to, you know, I, I guess s- he had a sign. Help me or I, something. I saw one on Twitter, Joe, a while ago where it's, uh, it was a guy, I think it was in California. It said, not homeless, just don't want to be home. <laughs> and the <laughs> caption read, I'm giving this guy $1,000 you know, or something like that. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I think, you, you know, you should, in your little apartment that you're maintaining while you're, you should have, like, laundry basket, mm-hmm. non-laundry basket. And, and in that basket, you should have the work clothes, right. the, the the outfit, the, the, the disheveled shirt, the, the uniform, the shirt, the, the the jeans that no respectable person would wear, and the raggedy shoes, and 
You got to wear a bad hat too, so we don't see you got a fresh haircut, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, it's just you know, it's, we we got to you got to give me the effort before you're going to get a buck out. Speaking of, me, of that, uh, Saturday. I took my dad and my two boys to the the Gopher football game, which I know oh, you have thoughts on. How'd old, how'd Frank take that? Well, uh, he was uh, at first. He said, "Well, are they going to eventually do something here? When are we going to get going?" And then it was, "Well, of course they'd lose to the one game I've gone to in the last you know ten years." Wow. In any event, uh, we were took... you among those booing them at halftime no, when they left the field? I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we took the light rail. We parked here yes. and took the light rail because it's just the easiest way to get to the Gopher sure. Stadium is taking the light rail from here because you can park for free at Hubbard. Yeah. Well, we can because we work here. Anyway, and uh, there was hardly any people on, which shocked me because we got there right at the start of the game. Really? And in the last car where we were sitting, there was, I'm going to guess, a homeless man sitting there staring at us the whole mm-hmm. time. Didn't say a word, but I could tell he he might have been under the influence of something. Okay. Yeah, right. And I kept looking at my six-year-old because he likes to gab, okay. and I knew he was going to start something. talking. And I okay. said, "Nope, just you, just chill." And you he just was going to make me. an observation. Yeah, because he kept looking at him. I said, "No, buddy, just keep. Just, let's <laughs> let's just stay this way. Yeah, yeah, just uh, you can tell me later. You can tell uh-huh. me later." So yeah, so we were in attendance on Saturday. Wow, you weren't were you, Pat? I was at St. Uh, John's Bethel. It was a oh, pretty yeah. good game. Well, that's right. I saw you. Litteman was there, too, I saw. Yeah, well, yeah, he was. Yeah. We were hanging out in different places. Gotcha. And the Tommy's beat the Butlers. <laughs> Tommy's beat the Butlers. Beat them, bad, beat yeah. them bloody. Mm-hmm. But the Tommy's announced 5,130. Well, isn't that all it holds? That's pretty good. Yeah. St. John's had 9,000. Wow. At Bethel? At, no, here, at, in Collegeville. They hold night. nine. They, oh, they, when they played the Tommies once for a regular season they game, had 12, they had twelve. No, they had like eighteen or nineteen. Okay, well, so, so yeah. people are sitting on the grass. Oh yeah, and, in the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's some, there's some students. Sure. Now the Bethels didn't come like the Tommies came, and the big numbers. They had a nice representation. The Tommies used to come in big numbers, and they. Some of those bennies, uh, you you worry a little about the you know how the, how the evening's going to go when mm-hmm. they uh, kind because of, you're walking down hills there and mm-hmm. you see some slipping and sliding and yeah, stuff like that'll that. That'll happen. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I could not believe that gopher score. There was a, to, to to prove your point. There was some um, there there was some consumption going on at the the, the new bank, the Huntington mm-hmm. Bank, whatever it's called now, Bank Stadium. I gotta say one thing. The first several weekends of this football season have been pretty neat weather-wise. Oh, it was they? perfect on Saturday. It was, yeah, it was absolutely, absolutely perfect on Saturday. Perfect. But this is one of their, just by point spread, probably one of their five worst losses in history. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. But yeah. I was glad to hear, though, because we were listening to the post game on the drive home, and I was glad to hear Coach Flex say that this is all on him. It all that, really, that really. Did he tell us specifically what was on him? Not really. It's, it's, that drives me crazy. Is okay. I, I would, if I ever had the energy to go over there and watch and ask him, I was what specifically uh, was on is yeah. on you. What what uh, what was your shortcoming? I, and the generalities mean nothing. The specifics mean something. The dumbest fourth and one call in I the history of it. man. It's when you're going for fourth and one against Ohio State. That's You're understandable. trying to prevent from losing because you know if you punt, the game's, game's going to be over because they're going to come down and score. 
In this game, the other team can't get a first down, right? Pat, that play lost them the game. Yes. Because they could not, Bowling Green couldn't do anything against the Gopher defense. And you just, you basically single-handedly gave them life. And that's, that's that it completely turned the game into Bowling Green's favor. And then they start getting excited because they scored a touchdown. That single-handedly lost them the game, in my opinion. And it was funny because we were sitting on the open end zone, uh, 103, and I kept looking, saying, why are they on the field? Like I thought, well, they must have it the, the down marker wrong on the scoreboard. It must be third and one. And then they didn't get it, and the whole place just kind of started to panic. But mm-hmm. his his big downfall, at least in that game, is his obsession, Fleck now, Fleck's obsession with uh, clock management and having to run the ball and wanting the time of possession, mm-hmm. that's going to get the better of him because he's well, obsessed team, with it. Against that team, work on your passing game, for God's sake. Well, Morgan was awful. He was well, really they, bad. They, they only threw 13 passes, though. If he threw a few, maybe. Apparently, this right kid from A&M, the transfer, who was really good against Ohio State, had a little bit of a tantrum on the uh, sidelines oh. about not throwing the ball, and they didn't. Did you see him out there no, much? Uh-uh. He, I think they benched him. Joe, I got to get you on the St. Louis Cardinals bandwagon. They won 14 in a row? 16 in a row. 16 in a row. The most in the history of the franchise. Wow. The previous record That's saying was, something. The, the previous record was 14 in, uh, in 1935 in the middle of the Gas House gang, the Dean brothers and uh, that whole crew. But I think the Cardinals, are they original National League? Yes. They, They're 18, a charter club. 1876. 1876, 16 in a row. But here's why I really want you on the bandwagon. All right. They have a new outfielder that they just called up, Lars Newtbar. No! Lars, N-O-O-T-B-A-A-R. Lars Newtbar. Lars Newtbar. Lars Newtbar. And his mother is Japanese, and he and his father's Dutch. So that's where the Lars comes in. But his middle name is Taylor hyphen Tatsuji. <laughs> so it's uh, Lars Taylor hyphen. So Taylor must be uh, maybe his maybe his uh, paternal grandmother's name or something. And then Tatsuji is his mother's name. So it's a marriage of Newtbar and Tatsuji <laughs> with a first name of Lars Newtbar. And when they tied the record, I had never heard of him, but when they tied the record by winning that second game against the Cubs, he hit two home runs. So he they had brought a hit up yesterday. Another, yeah, they brought up another guy, Lars New. They here, Lars Taylor Tatsuji, is an American professional ball player. Where is he from? He grew up in El Segundo. Where'd they uh, play the Cubs yesterday? I think it, it was, was in the St. whole Louis, weekend right? was in Wrigley. Yeah. Oh, it was in Wrigley. Okay. They only had twenty. Six thousand. Well, the Cubs are awful. No, I know, but I thought that would be a sell. Well, that's anyway. true. It's a good rivalry yeah. game. And the uh, well, a lot of St. Louis fans there. I saw the end of it. Well, also keep in mind though, yesterday the <clears throat> didn't the Bears have a home game? Or no, they were in Cleveland. I'm sorry, with the, that <laughs> offensive performance. Oh, God. <laughs> They played that in a brisk three hours and 36 minutes. Did they? We got it done? <laughs> wow. Well, there was an interesting call at the end of that game that gave the Cubs a chance, but the uh, Cardinals. But uh, 16 they, in a row, I think it's the most since 51. Are the Birds the National second wild card right now? Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, what I It's going to okay. be them and the, either the Dodgers. The Giants lead by two with six to go. I didn't realize that if they tie, they have to have a 
one game uh, uh, one gamer on really? Monday to decide the division. The division. Uh, it'll be in San Francisco, but uh, the Giants don't want to have to play these boys uh, with the pitching that they can run out there for you. But the Giants are amazing. Have They're, the Twins ever won sixteen in a row? Oh God, no! They won no. fifteen in ninety-one. 91, I remember that. that was it. Yeah. Yep. yeah, sixteen in a row is the longest in the National League since fifty-one. Did I see something like that? Okay. So uh, good, good for them. And that Schilt will raise some hell with the umpires. Yes, he, he will. He got thrown out yesterday, just telling them how stupid they were about something. I saw the end of it. So is Yachty done, by the way, or is he playing another year? He's. Uh, I think he's going to play one more year. Okay, but he's. They're they're not catching him like they used to. They're oh, they're not giving him quite a few days off. But it's still amazing that at his age and his, he's still catching in the National League. It's just unbelievable. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it is. They think he's thirty eight. Yeah. What do you think of Kirk Cousins now? I haven't been his number one critic. There's I've been, been up lot, there, but there's, I, there's I admit. There have been a lot of guys who bashed him. But 30, Joe, for thir- 30 of 38 for 323 yards and three touchdowns. That was the best quarterback performance the Vikings have had since Favre was here. But let me say this. It's a lot easier to be great when the other team doesn't cover receivers. That is also accurate. The Seahawks <laughs> defense was god-awful. Yep. They What were they playing? They did they, they the middle of the field, and I'm not talking, you know, the middle of the field. I'm t- from the five yards past the line of scrimmage to 20 yards past the line of scrimmage. From each hash mark, there was never a defender there. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was they're, well, they're especially ter- considering they're terrible how the game started. You thought, are you kidding me? They're going to get blown out. And why they stopped targeting that stiff Breland is beyond me. He couldn't cover us. Yeah, and I mean, was, well, well, the Vikings started putting some heat on them. They made you yeah, know, that's on Wilson. True. Yeah, they, first time they had a full house since December of 2019. Yeah, uh, you know, it, last year they were three and five in there, right? Yes, they uh, they'll that that all those goofy people making noise will be a big advantage. If they were playing Cleveland Sunday without a crowd, they'd uh, they'd be in trouble. But they uh, now does this give? Uh, is there going to be Viking fever now for a, a decent season? Do you think? Yeah, well, Seattle well, is a decent opponent. The yeah. Gophers aren't stealing their fever, so uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, I, I would think they probably will. You know what? I was thinking about this when I, I saw your tweet uh, after the Gopher football game. You need a weeping blonde's gopher photo. We got to figure out something that you can tweet out to get uh, the even a better than just an emoji laughing. Yeah, that's true. That one's yeah, pretty good too. Yeah, I just went with that. I just went with yeah. that. It's uh, it's it's amazing. I saw one. I always, I rarely check gopher hole <laughs> until they have an embarrassing loss. <laughs> then I like to see the excuses they're making. And I, I saw one guy said that he hasn't. He he really this whole preseason hasn't uh, pre conference hasn't wanted to show Purdue anything. Ah, so we'd rather lose to Bowling Green yep. than show Purdue one of our really tricky plays that we have for uh, the the opener. By the way, they should win at Purdue because Purdue is not good and they're beat to hell. Well, the whole division's they don't any, not that good. They don't have any running backs. They're all hurt. Their wide receivers are hurt. They're you know they got a bunch of guys hurt. Is he in trouble, the Purdue coach? I don't know. They bribed they beat him. Illinois, didn't they? Yeah, they they yeah. did. Okay. They, Illinois is uh, bad. Yeah. They bribed uh, they bribed Brom not to go to Louisville like three years ago. Gave him a big contract. Oh, that's so. right. My guy Bielema's off to a rough start down there, Joe. 
Oh, yeah? He, uh, yeah, the guy who was at Wisconsin, and I got fired at Arkansas, and now he's, he's at Illinois, and uh, he, he won. He beat Nebraska in the opener, and now he's won in four since it lost four straight. So, anyway, what else we got going on? Uh, nothing. Preseason got, hockey, but there's nothing's televised. What yet. is with hockey? We <laughs> assemble on the ice on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And Saturday we're playing right. exhibition, so that tells me that it's an up and down game, Joe. What you is? don't need that much preparation, right? right? You don't need to put in the system. Let's, is, who was it? Dick Cullum that said it was no, an up and down. Red game? Smith said Red Smith. basketball and hockey are uncoachable because they're just up, up and, and down, down games. Up and down, up and down <laughs> games. And he's, you can't convince people that's true, but it is true. Mm-hmm. Now, if you listen to. Mike Fertella, as an analyst, or Hubie Brown, as an analyst on a basketball game, every play is like this intricate uh, situation instead of just going up and down. But uh, speaking of basketball, what happened to our links, man? They're out. The links, I didn't know it was single of them. One and done. Second round. One and So they could. Do they not know that that's the twins' role in this town? To, one to and lo- done. Yeah, to be one and done. And other thing is uh, they wanted to make the semifinals best of five, and apparently the because of the European schedules and stuff where all these players have to take off, they didn't want to they, – they then shortened the other one to the, – shortened the first two rounds to best out of one. Mm. <laughs> okay. Know? So, yes, they – so I'm sure that'll be the complaint that we should have gotten another chance. Did you attend the Timberwolves presser today? No, I didn't. What, did we hear anything? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just heard saw... A-Rod and the other guy said they have no intentions of moving the franchise. Oh, they think this market's too strong. That would have been pretty good uh, drama if you said – Yeah, we're yeah, thinking about we're it. Yeah, we're thinking about it unless you guys build us a new $400 million stadium <laughs> to take us – we need a place to put up our banners. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if collaboration was used a lot at the uh, Timberwolves press conference. I think today. our Gerson thing's pretty funny. Oh, because when they introduced him, it was Mister Family and uh, <sighs> the twins and the twins on his lap. Yes, and, you know, undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> there's really nothing more you can no, say. No, no, there's nothing more you can say. Yeah. But it's nice to have an assistant who's your right hand man. Who can't wait to go running to management to tell them about your flaws, you know? So it's kind of like being married. You know? <laughs> They're well, all the well, Timberwolves who, game who, flaws. Who, who in that case was management? Uh, was the management. Ethan Kaysen is, uh, is the president, and I suppose you start with him, and he probably goes to Taylor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this is the goofiest purchase thing of all time because I think they're is it only— the two-year they're, window or They're whatever? giving them the 500 in three hunks, I think. So it's not Taylor's still owns it until he gets the last five hundred. What did he uh, sell it for? How much? One and a half billion. Oh my God. What is wrong <laughs> Isn't with people? that something? Yes. And they wow. don't draw the walls. Terrible. No. It's terrible. And I don't think the NBA's got its new T V contracts yet either. Oh, I thought they just did. Maybe one. they did. I don't know. I'll look that up. I don't know. Holy cow. But uh, yeah, it's, it seems a little overpriced to me. Yeah, me too. For this, uh, uh, but I I don't think it's a you know people thought because uh, Cat 
tweeted out WTF, you know, that was his response. And everybody says, so everybody assumes he's got this tight relationship with Rosas. He could care less, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the NBA's current TV deal runs through the 2024-25 season. Okay. Uh, the, league, the league deal um, was a small $24 billion. Okay. So when you're buying a team... What you're, you're buying is your taste of that television. Yeah, you're getting, a, what you're you're getting a 30th. I mean, the yeah. league keeps some yeah. of it, but you're getting a 30th, yeah. Speaking of TV, is uh, is Barkley done, or is he doing one more year? Remember, he I think said he's he quitting. Was... Okay. That's a know. shame. Yeah, but I think he's. it's not as much fun as it used to be. No. He's over there nodding off. and He should like be that. doing a YouTube channel or something yeah. where he could just be completely unglued. That would be mm. fantastic. Yeah, well, you worry about him, though. He certainly made a lot of money, but if he's still gambling a million dollars every night at, when he goes to Vegas, that makes you a little frightening. Yeah. How about this hockey player? Have you read about him, uh, Joe, the Evander Kane? I have, and he's been cleared. of. Uh, he's betting. been cleared, but he has been known to bet mm-hmm. $700,000, a night. Really? In Vegas, yeah, he owed. He had a ticket. Uh, he owed one of the one of the casinos sued him because he. I think he owed him eight hundred thousand, and he hadn't paid it yet. Good lord! He kept signing. You know, he just kept signing. He's 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 one of those guys that wants to bet enough so that it hurts or makes him feel good. I guess, but incredible amounts of didn't money. Didn't the uh, was it the wife? Blew the whistle yeah, on Yeah, the ex-wife. Yep. Or ex-wife, I'm I sorry. don't think she's ex yet, but she's going to be. She's about to be. She's going to be ex. Yeah, she said, yeah, she said well, I don't know why the, uh, they wouldn't look at a guy who's hundreds of thousands of dollars, ba- he's gone bankrupt gambling and is throwing games. She accused him of throwing, right. throwing games. Well, that's what he's been cleared of. Yes. yes. That'd be hard to prove anyway. Yeah, well. I don't know. But, Xander uh, Kane. He's sitting on a big contract, and I'm I'm sure the Sharks, because they've gone completely in the tank, would like to get out from underneath it, but they probably can't. So, Anywho. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. If that's you're, it. Uh, if you see a bratwurst in Golden Valley, uh, <laughs> you alert the authorities. Just, just I got a buck that says it's in a drawer. Just, okay. All righty. We'll try. I want you to let me know, by the I way. I will. If it's I in will. a drawer, I want to hear from you. I will. If it's in a drawer, I'll really, I'll really feel stupid. Case solved. I'll really yep. feel stupid. All right. All right. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock, and why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. 
Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. And as you've been hearing over the course of the last couple of months, Josh asks you one simple question, and that's always, do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, well, they don't. They absolutely have no idea. Josh has also seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952-925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group, and this is a time of year we love in Minnesota. The leaves are changing colors, the kids are back in school, and the apples are ready to be picked. So what do apples and insurance have in common? When it comes to getting an insurance quote, many people want an apple to apples comparison. We can't do that at Canopy. Here's why. The Canopy Group, we believe our clients deserve only the best insurance coverage for the best price. That's why we only offer our clients combined single limit coverage. Many captive carriers, meaning they only have one option, offered split limit coverage. That means they can change what they pay you for a claim depending on how it fits. The type of coverage leaves you open to gaps and on the hook at claim time. This doesn't sound good to us and it isn't good for you. At the Canopy Group, we're often able to increase coverage from split limit to combined limit, single limit coverage and save clients money. If you want an apples to apples comparison, be prepared. The Canopy Group's apples are much bigger and better than the competition. To make sure you're getting the best insurance, call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com.